sweet baby calf demo. I'm on my way back from my first gig back after lockdown. Feels good, feels energetic, feels sexy. Um, but yeah, no, we're, uh, we're doing it. We're back and we've got another bit of podcast for you right now. Uh, we've got Martin Westgate on. He's, uh, he, he often wears a plaid shirt. That's pretty much all I've got to say about him. This is going to be really fun. Louis's not here because he didn't get back for the gig. And uh, hey, hey, I'm with my friend Ali. Say hi, Ali. Hey, Tom. Ali's, Ali's great. Guys, you're going to love the episode. Okay, bye. Highway to the danger zone. Gotta get round into the danger zone. We're back. We're back. We've got another guest. That's Yo. Too early for that on a Sunday morning, Tom. <laughs> Who's our guest, Tom? Who's nice... our guest? Uh, we've mentioned him like maybe once before. I can't remember. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we've given him a little bit of shit so far. Uh, his name is Mr. Martin Westgate. Say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> God, it's three years ago. Get over it. Jeez. <laughs> Mine's famous, everyone. He was on Britain's Got Talent. Um... <laughs> How you doing, Martin? Well, yeah, good. Thanks. Good. How are you two? Living the dream, mate. Right. Yeah killing it you know <laughs> yes yeah doing a podcast to 50 people a week loving it <laughs> we're the biggest podcast in the world we're not going to be one of those fucking sucking ones where we go oh, we're just trying really hard we're the biggest podcast in the world end of wait, 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 Martin, i want to talk to you about britain's got talent like, mm. obviously like what was the experience like all the way through like is it as fixed as they as it looks Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you do get, it's very easy to get wrapped up in it and get sort of carried away with it when you're, when you're involved. And then you take a step back and go, I had no fucking chance. Did I, I was, it was very much, they knew who they wanted to put through from, from the get go. And it's obvious when they take you away for little interviews and stuff like that, it's very obvious who, who their favorites are. So if you don't get like a, a side interview or a little bit, like one of their little inserts, if you don't get that, then you either you're just not going to make the telly at all. So they've made the mind up, regardless how your audition goes. Basically, it's if you haven't lost a loved one or, you know, survived yeah. cancer or something like that, you're not getting through, are you? Yeah, definitely. And like, there was a singer who was in our little little room and she, she brought her dog with, me, with her because her agent recommended it because Simon loves dogs. The dog had nothing to do with the act. Like, it wasn't a dog act. She was literally singing some shitty song. And it's, well, I'll bring the Spaniels with me um, and then that'll be all right because Simon will put <laughs> me through. And that's... Did she bring the did she bring the dog on stage? I don't think she did. I think it was literally oh, waiting in the wings for it to be referred to and then go, Oh, we'll bring your dog on. And that was uh, that was it. So when you say spaniels, we need to clarify mm. that you do mean dogs because I have heard spaniels ears be referred to as something else before, right? Oh yeah, that's why I said it, because it's kinda of like a pun. Um, <laughs> and I thought well, <laughs> Oh god, see, we got a clever guest this week, everybody. Oh. Like weaving jokes in, mate. That's uh, didn't even prepare that one. Not even in the set. That one can stay in. <laughs> I know it's not in your set. It's really good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, I have. Hang on, I've still got more questions because you started strong on Britain's Got Talent, didn't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that was the best bit about it. Like, I did some interviews as well for like the social media stuff, which I didn't think ever get, didn't get used at all, and that was quite good. Like, I was I was on fire there. 
if I do say so myself. Um, and the bit with David was all right. And then and then it then the jokes happened. And I think the problem is, and I'm not using this as an excuse. And I I get the audition but was you shunned. Are on, but you are. I am using it. No, I'll hold my hands up. It wasn't it wasn't good. It was too early in, in me doing comedy. I was only like a year into it, so that was a bad move anyway. If I wanted to do this seriously. But they pick your jokes. They're very much like, a, let's see a script. Let's You have to do this. You have to stay to your script. I threw some jokes at them, like the, my handling and the producers, and sort of go, what do you think of these? I was like, these are shit. I'm not going to use them. No, no, use them, definitely. Like There was a household carvery joke in there, which I haven't used since. It was shite. And <laughs> I don't want to use it ever again because I can get flashbacks. <laughs> um, but they were like, no, that's brilliant. They'll love that. They'll lap that up. And that's the one that got one of the buzzers. And then, um, and also it's edited as well. So I don't know if they necessarily did it to my audition. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Hang on a second. So you're telling me a giant TV show (laughs) on ITV is heavily produced? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not real, Tom. It's not real. God. It's almost as if I should have some inside knowledge on that, isn't it? It's almost like Um, that, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not real, Tom. It's it's all very heavily produced. And um, yeah, like... Like what they can do, I, yeah, like you guys may know, but like what they can do is they can take the audience reactions from like Manchester and put it on auditions in London and stuff like that. I'm not sure they necessarily did that with mine, but what they can do is sort of dumb down the reaction. So I'm convinced I got more laughs and I'm convinced, and, and the, the audition actually went on longer. There was about three jokes missing from the, the one they broadcasted. The buzzers were even more evenly spaced out, so I went on for longer. So they edited it to be more like a two jokes in now nah, you are shit but actually it was a uh, it was a bit longer and it actually went a bit better than it was broadcasted um, i know the thing is i know other comic acts that have had the similar experience to you we all know them that are shit hot acts and they got buzzed off ridiculously like they were crap mm. but, you, you, but yeah it, it would have happened to ross like when ross did his joke his stuff like referring to ross right? mcgrain yeah I, I i'm sure you wouldn't mind us talking about it but like he he did the similar thing with, oh, I've got some jokes, what do you think of these? And the Essex one about the change in the contrast on your telly, he knows, and we all know that's a bit of a filler, that's to get you to your next bit, that's just a, a link joke. And they were like, oh, no, they'll love that. Put that in, and that's again, that's the one he got buzzed for, and that's the one that made him look shit. Yeah. But but we all know he's a, he's a much better comic than that, and he's, he's smashing you know, the club circuit. But they they make comedians look really amateur on that, unless unless you've got an agent, unless you're smashing it anyway. The ones sort of in between or just starting out, they'll make you look really, really amateur. Yeah. Imagine if me and Nelson had actually done it when when we when that that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? I don't think well, I don't wouldn't have got on TV, would it? I just when we got asked, I would just went him saying the the shortest thing about me, and then, <laughs> and then me going so on the subject of dog cum. And yeah, <laughs> I mean you could you could use Amanda holding as Angela. You could you could uh, high five her. That would have been. She definitely smells like dog cum. She definitely easy, lads, cum. easy. We're not going to go on. To allegedly, allegedly, you haven't got you haven't got the uh, the law department to, to fight that. Oh, <laughs> mate, Louis fucking loves her. He's I obsessed do. with Amanda Holden. Oh, of course you are. Yeah, I do. She's yeah, yeah. So he's like, she doesn't smell. <laughs> leave her alone. Leave, leave Amanda Holden alone. She doesn't smell like dog cum. <laughs> no, she smells like Simon's cum. Um, <laughs> allegedly, we don't have the allegedly. Allegedly, hey, hey, guys, hey. I I saw him in real life the, uh, a few months ago, and the guy looks like powder might come out. So unless he's, <laughs> unless she smells like if she smells like talcum powder and mothballs, then that might be Simon's cum. 
What have you been up to yeah. this week, then, Martin? Um, work from home, um, prepping gigs, dadding, and all that, all that good stuff. How are you finding? Oh that? yeah, you're both dads. We're both dads. Two dads. Oh, yeah. This could turn into a bit of a bit of a dad cast. This could, couldn't it? We don't want to. We don't want to do that. No, nah, get me, into me, it, fucking. Yeah, like me, me and Louie are both dads, but to be fair, the only person on this podcast is Tom that I'd want to call daddy. Let's let's be honest. Um, you have called me daddy. You have called me daddy. You do frequently. So yeah. right, Which okay. I've got to ask. Tom calls me daddy, so that would make me your grandpa. Hey, it's, it's East Anglia. It's fine. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 I was about to say it's East Anglia. Fucking, it doesn't matter. It's, yep. it's, all, it's, all, it's, all, it's all one big cummy. C- fucking spider web of uh, people <laughs> together. Um, I've got to ask, I've got to ask, right? Whose kid's better, yours or Louis? Well, I'm definitely going to say mine, aren't I? That's, yeah, that's how that works. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I go too far? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, who would who would win in a fight? Lyra or Milo? Well, I think Milo, I... considering Lyra can't even move at the moment. Yeah, I think mm. it's not really a fair fight at the moment. Give it a couple of years, then okay. maybe we'll put them together. You know, like a pit bull sort of fight, sort of thing. Will there? Well, I'll obviously be training both of them because that's the only role I can play in either of their lives. Um, and then we'll pit them against each other, put it on TV. Uh, we'll do a sort of uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul type fight with, uh, mm. but with your children. How's that sound? Good. I, I want to tell you this, Tom. I love you with all of my heart. What? And I think you're, like the most inc- you're, you're one of my really, really closest friends. Oh, this is but really going to get bad. But I genuinely can't see a single role that I would want you to have in my child's life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just like to add as well, apart from the first bit, I, I second oh. the emotion on the second bit. Yeah. <laughs> what couldn't I bring? You know what, Louis? Do you know what? I am fine with that. <laughs> no, to be fair, Tom, Tom could play a part in our kids' life. It could be the, you know, the example of this is how not to do it. This uh, just don't do do the complete opposite to whatever Tom does. That's just, that, well, especially felt, Louis, one. You don't want her to be a stripper, do you? I actually, <laughs> I actually felt that that might have been a dig at your mum there, Tom. I'm sorry, Mrs. Alban. That's all right. She separates herself from me in every way. <laughs> I love your mum. I'll miss it all. Yeah, yeah. Martin, do you remember what you fucking said to her? I can't remember. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. <laughs> there was a lot I'm of people tell, do you know, that day, so. It was actually, it was a really good joke, to be fair. I know. That's why it's in the set, mate. <laughs> oh, right. We'll keep it in the set, not on the podcast, shall we? Exactly. That's um, the rules. know what was said, please. Uh, oh, well. If you can remember it better than I can. But... Well, Martin drives a Kia Picanto. Hmm. And he was he was talking about um, it, he was like yeah it's like a tampon on wheels, and then he looked at my mum, who is a woman in her sixties, and said, "Do you remember what those are?" Your mum is not sixty. <laughs> yeah, we've got good genes. Fuck it now, boy. Yeah, mate. Fucking, <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. It sounds bad, but me and my sisters we all look so Aryan and young. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird but there's like nothing there's no I don't think there's any German heritage in us whatsoever no it could, really be, could be Viking it could be, could be Norse you could have Norse heritage you know what 
I will go Viking over yeah. <laughs> over Aryan any day. I, I, I think so. Like, probably safer. I genuinely have Norse heritage in me. We've we've done our family tree back to Yonks and Yonks and Yonks, and actually, my family tree like traces back to royalty as well. Yeah, okay. but so does Danny what? Dyers. So that's really no claim to fame. <clears throat> to be honest. Yeah, Mate, exactly. If, if to- Tom like wants to be Danny Dyer. <laughs> me yeah yeah 100 without the s you want to be the norfolk version of danny dyer there's no two ways about it on what planet would you link me to danny dyer just the way that you bound around like a happy labrador like he does on tv <laughs> yeah but i talk properly <laughs> hence the take away uh, the are, you, are you saying that danny dyer doesn't talk proper is have you not I seen also, the I, on I, bbc I, I, that's <laughs> true. Also, I just said oh, I talk properly, <laughs> so I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't have sounded more like Danny Dyer than I ever have done before. Actually, you should just added you slag at the end of it. That's that's all that was missing from yeah. that bit. While we're making comparisons, yeah. I wanted to, and I don't know if Westgate's seen this, but I wanted to ask you about your long lost brother that you posted on Facebook yesterday. Oh, how fucking good is that, right? So this was years ago. It was actually at. At, at Twickers, at Twickenham, obviously, um, it was uh, we, me, me, and some of the the boys were at the uh, at the rugby sevens, and I was staying. I stayed up, kept our seats in the stadium, and they went out to go get more booze and smuggle it in. Um, when they did that, they bumped into this guy, and they fucking just and this is this is like a group of like like seven or eight rugby guys. <laughs> And they just surrounded him. They were like, it's fucking Tom. It's fucking Tom, but small. It's mini Tom. And and they forced him to take a photograph. And he was, this guy was just like, who am I? (laughs) Like, they were like, shut, shut the fuck up. Stand still, stand still. Outside Tesco's. They just took a picture of this dude. (laughs) And then they brought it back to the, to the stadium. They were like, mate, this guy's related to you. Look at him, and we've never found him since. So, with this being the biggest podcast in the world, I will post a picture of him on the po- podcasting, on the podcasting, the group, the Facebook group. I am t- turning into Danny Dyer. My vocabulary is depleting by the second. <laughs> um, and and if someone can find this motherfucker, me and my sisters and my mum and dad, actually, we want answers. I've shown him to all of them, and we're just like, where have you come from? Yeah, your old man Matt is turning into old Boris Johnson, isn't he? All these little kids around. Can you fucking? <laughs> can you fucking pipe down on that shit? <laughs> this Matt Hancock bollocks. First of all, when you meet my dad, he will tear you in half because no, he's he a bear. He's he'll a bear man. Me. He's a bear man. Huh? He'll love me. Yeah, he is. He will love you. He will love you. If you're, <laughs> he will love you. He won't understand most of what you say because it's just some Ipswich slur. Uh, but he'll. Uh... <laughs> what I love about dad's from dad, dad's from Hampshire. Dad's from Liphook. Um, what I love about no. Ivanar is my insult towards you was I don't want you in any way involved into my in my kids' lives, and your insult to me was Ipswich slur. There's, there's two different levels to them insults in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yours. It's just yours cuts deep. Mine's just a class thing. Well, and that's just you know that's just Danny Dyer all over, isn't it? Just uh, it's almost like a your mum reply, really, isn't it? It's which uh, your face. That's kind of it. So, hang on a second. I'm Danny Dyer. Your mum. 
I'm a uh, fuck off, right? I'm Danny Dyer, birthed of Matt Hancock. Is this what we're fucking saying here? Is yeah. this where we're going? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Do you know what? I I don't know what to say to that. I don't think I don't think anyone's ever made though put those two together. But if they did, they'd probably make an insanely muscular six foot four beast of a human being who just 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 trounces the comedy scene with his glowing piss. The golden <laughs> god of comedy. <laughs> you, uh, Martin, have you ever had like a situation where you've had a lot of mistaken identity? Um, I was once mistaken for a comedian. That's about it, really. Um, <sighs> no, good. no, Very thank good. you. Um, I'm here all well, however long this recording lasts. Um, <laughs> no, not really. Um, no, no. I wish I could have got something really funny for that, but but no, no. Pretty, I'm pretty average looking. Like I'm pretty. I don't really have any. Well, I say distinguishing features. Have you seen the lugs? But I haven't really got anything that matches me. Have you got big ears? I've never really noticed. Yeah, my dad used to call me the FA Cup. That is in my set. I apologise for that one. Don't kick me out. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That's right. We won't kick you out. What about when you go to the zoo and then people go past the meerkat cage? Do people mistake you for those? <laughs> I do love. I've got a. I've got a meerkat counter booked at some point when the. When COVID all clears up, I can go and pet some fucking meerkats. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, that would be good. They do stink. Why do they fucking stink so much? They're so cute. But like every time I go to look at a meerkat in a zoo, god damn, they stink so bad. You don't stink. You're the non-stinky meerkat of Norwich. Um, but they always really stink. And it pisses me off. Like the thing I want to pet the most stinks the most. It's almost as if I'm not supposed to get near them with my hands. Sounds like you're talking about penis, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> it does stand up. <laughs> Which is surprising because uh, you do. But it stands up at the sign of danger. Is that what that is? <laughs> oh, especially when it's dangerous. Yeah. Louis. Oh, Louis. <laughs> Louis's got telling me that I'm doing lowbrow insults and then fucking goes, <laughs> You're penis in the penis in the steroids because you're the big muscly penis steroid man. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I get, I get, I get, I get danger erections hard. You know, they come back, they come in hard. They're the, probably the most cutting erections that I get are the dangerous ones. Um, speaking of danger, I think we should ask Martin our our question that we've asked every guest. Yes, I think you should. Do you want to do you want to hit it up, Louis, or shall I? No, you go for it, Tom. This is your baby. <laughs> oh, fuck I don't like that this is my baby well, I kind of do there's, a, there's just so much murder um, uh, um, Martin if you were to hide a body where would you do it and how would you kill him um, I think I'd hide him in Portman Road because no fucker goes there anyway so he'll never be found um, it's the Ipswich Town Football Stadium for those oh there we go for those for those, for those who didn't quite get that football banter. And how would I do it? I don't I don't really know. I haven't really thought, how would I kill someone? It's not really something that races through my head on a daily basis. I'm like, you sick fuckers, I think. Um... <laughs> You've already taken way more time than Stamp did, which is a really good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's worry when people have answers straight away, isn't it? It's like, you have he your fucking... He came no in way... so quick. <laughs> There's no way he listens to this shit every every episode. So he he has thought about this. He has come. It's not prepared. This is literally what he thinks about on a daily basis. What would your what would your okay. serial killer name be though? He's not even said how he'd kill him yet. You know, Martin, well, get think, fucking I, well, dark. 
Well, I think maybe I'd, I'd call myself the Norfolk Nobbler or something like that. I'd probably just go around, oh, take a kneecap off. And let you know what? Fuck it. Death. Fuck it. I think what we've realised from this interaction is that Martin wouldn't be burying anybody's. He'd be the no. fucking body. Martin <laughs> is the cadaver. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Martin's the body Stan, that's getting hidden. Stamp was right on your last couple of episodes with, with I am just too nice. I don't have a dark side. That is that is basically it. I don't. We, we were laughing about that because like you are probably one of the nicest people on the circuit to the sort of like. I'll tell you that. I don't, I don't see why that's a bad thing. I think that's quite that's, nice. That's not a bad. Very thing. nice. Yeah. that's not a bad thing at all but um it is quite funny how nice you are <laughs> but then oh, you know i broke my banana was there danger is that why is it just no i'm no. pissed off Tom now. Likes to do his I... um, podcast in his pants so he's probably just pulled that out of his pants after <laughs> judging what we saw last time <laughs> i do um i do i do i do uh, i do like to keep fruit down there yeah. Did you know? Um, did, did you, hey, here we go. I'm actually going to drop a little bit. This, this is real knowledge. This isn't one of my, uh, this isn't some of Tom's fake news. Ah, fuck it. I don't do fake news. I, it's, I spit facts for real. Um, do you know, have you ever heard what sweet meats are? No. So this comes from, there you go. This is going to get arty now, right? My favorite character from any Shakespeare play, Mercutio. Um, this is in Mercutio's Queen Mab speech. He said, her breath with sweetmeats tainted are. Basically, sweetmeats is what men back in the Shakespearean day used to, they used to put fruit and veg down in their cod piece, right? And then if they wanted to get, they wanted to bang, bang, make it a hoop, 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 they wanted to get that boner in, they would, um, they'd give it, they'd give one of their, they'd pull out a piece of fruit from their cod piece and they would give it to give it to a woman, and that was called sweetmeats, and that was basically how court they used to court people back in the day. So her breath with sweetmeats tainted are means she got that dick on her breath. There you go. <laughs> when, when you say Mercutio is your favourite Shakespearean character, you're obviously yep. forgetting about Benvolio, right? No, well, I didn't I'm expect not. that to come out of Louis's mouth. I did not. Expect <laughs> I know that at all. he does this all the time. He's like, he's like, Louis, like Louis, Louis loves to show off that I do know things. <laughs> I, I was going to ask what, what about Bottom, and that was going to be my level. But no, we're going to whack out an actual proper character. That was. <laughs> I, uh... What about Benvolio, you Hancock dire cunt? <laughs> I just like to show the listeners that I'm cultured every now and again. He really has to prove it, doesn't he? <laughs> I do have to prove it. That's the issue. <laughs> oh. What's your favourite Shakespearean play? Westgate. Oh, um, quite like. Uh, oh, he's never seen one called. No, no, no. I really like one. The one with the two, the two brothers, the mistaken identity one, which is basically half the comedy. It's mistaken identity. Um, Help me out here. Keep going. Keep going. This is great listening, by the way. <laughs> that one with the two brothers with the mistaken identity. Yeah, yeah. Like they're both they get separated at birth and then they meet up and then they've got their um... Are you talking about blood brothers? No, we're not fucking that's, that's a Will, that's a Willie Russell play. Well we know I don't know I know Willie Russell. We've had that conversation um about Willies and Russelling. Yeah. Um no they they got they got their their um their assistants as well and they, they all sort of Oh, I can't fucking remember it now. But that oh, one. Oh, the one where they, the one where there's the two brothers, right? They're separated at birth, right? And they both go yeah. on to do incredible things. You mean things. the Tempest? Both. No. But that's basically half of Shakespeare's plays is mistaken identity and, and brothers and shit. 
yeah, so there's two brothers. They're, they're, they're separated at birth. One brother goes down the route of, um, he goes down the route of the adult adult film industry. Um, but that, and that's fine because back in the day that that was, that was, that was an acceptable thing to do. Um, and they did, it wasn't really filming. It was just, it was just a guy holding a, holding a stick, uh, pretending it was a camera because they didn't have cameras then. Did you know that? So, and what he'd do, he'd just go around all the land, banging everything because that's what they did back in the Shakespearean day transmitting disease after disease after disease after disease until one day he passed that disease on to his brother who was an accountant and then next thing you know his brother died because of the disease that he contracted from his porn uh from his like uh, from his like hundreds of years ago porn star brother the brother died and then he killed himself and that's the shakespeare play we're talking about the comedy of errors that's yeah, one. that's yeah. the one. That's the one. Genuinely, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon as I got the plot line, I was good. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as, as soon as what I said, yeah. I think, I think it's tweaked slightly. Um, the Tom's conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sounds more like a like a rugby night out, to be honest, than a than a Shakespeare play. But that's 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 my night in, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how my that's how my lockdown's gone. Just bang in the mirror. Bang them. Have sex with the mirror till you get a disease. Wow, that got weird. <laughs> just windaline. Just put a windaline on it. Afterwards, you won't you won't get disease. Obviously, let it dry. Put in it the... on it will sting. It'll, uh, you don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. So what we've established is Martin loves Shakespeare. Louis. Yeah. Louis Pretends to know about it, um, and the two um, facts I gave. I just like to highlight there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and and Martin wouldn't kill anyone, but he's up for a good bit of, you know, being a cadaver if you want to kill him. Yeah, go on then. I'll uh, if you if you want to practice body, <laughs> go on then. <laughs> Why not? At least want to hear the fucking Britain's Got Talent buzzers ever again. That'd be uh, that'd be something. It'd be sweet relief if anything. Yeah. Um, so, the, so, so this episode will probably be called the the bison, the butler, and the cadaver. How about that? I like that one. <laughs> that, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I like that one. Works well. Works well. Works well. So, Louis, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, tiring as you would think with being a parent. Um, oh yeah, fucking stop going on about it. <laughs> you do Sorry. though, don't Keep you? Going. Like when when you're when you're dad, you do just go on about it because you're so proud of it all. You, you realise, like, I said to everybody, like, there's, there's, you can never feel instant love until you have a baby. And that is literally the truth. <sighs> apart from when Tom looks at himself in the mirror, obviously. Yeah, I was say, apart from when Tom was born, yeah. his mum struggled then, I think. I'll be honest, it, it was. <laughs> I was the biggest tampon that ever came out. Um, <laughs> wow. But <laughs> I morphed into this. Um, do you know what else happens when you're a parent? You become boring. You forget to ask your friends how they are. So I was about to ask. I guess that's you the end of the bison and the butler. <laughs> well, don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's too late now. Tom, how was your week? Oh, thanks for asking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my week's been good. Poo's been good. Uh, even though I broke my banana just now. But uh, how how is that in any way to that. your poo? Bananas are good for poo. Although, if did you know that if you eat a 
ripe banana that's actually good for your poos um but if you eat a we you know when you the banana's still a little bit crunchy green yeah bad for you that'll give you the old consto i'll give you the old block 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 all right there you go i've dropped two genuine knowledge eggs on you today and one fake and then one big fake one um but you're gonna exactly was it the sweet meats was it the shakespeare one or was it the banana one figure it out eat some eat some unripe unripe bananas uh go read some shakespeare probably won't and uh and stick some shit on your, your pants yeah, and then stick some shit down your pants, offer it to someone, say it's sweet meat, see what happens. I don't think that's the best way to find out whether that's real. Probably the best way to get a fucking a prison sentence. But uh, other than that, no, my week's been good. I uh, stayed out of other people's boxes. People stayed out of mine. One time, someone will get in mine, you know, and it will be it'll be nice. So, you know, I'll let someone back in my box. Um, there's nothing really nothing really of note uh I, I can't i can't i can't i can't can't think of anything too interesting that's happened to me this week what, what other than about you keep telling us about your box is how you're still trying to style out like the most humiliating time on the podcast for you <laughs> i will oh, continue to style that out i will style that out until the end of time <laughs> i was i was listening to that episode recently just just for research not, not that i enjoy this shit um i was listening <laughs> oh, to right. it and i and uh, you you were talking about your box in a, such a such a committed and genuine manner, and then I thought mm. someone's going to mention this in a minute. We we okay with the term box? Are we all right with that? With with Tom's box? Yeah, yeah. For, went on for a good half an hour. It felt like, and then eventually the fuck you could hear literally, like you say, you could hear the penny drop over the podcast when Tom goes, "Oh, they're talking about a fucking box." <laughs> I had a great time, and I don't care what any of you say. Um, <laughs> I I oh, here's something I did this week. I purchased a uh, 300 helmet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> As in like, you know, 300, the, the film. This is Sparta! Now, I bought a plastic helmet because I thought oh, I could do something funny with that. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now going... I literally have no idea what I'm going to do with it. But I think as a comedian, that's the, that's the sort of thing you do. Like, I, I know comics that have gone out and brought blue ukuleles, for instance, for comedy. <laughs> I've got to be hey. honest, guys. I've got to be honest. That was a lie, what I just said. I bought it months ago, and I still don't know what to do. <laughs> I've had it for months. I just looked at it now, and I've never mentioned it to anyone before. It's just this fucking, this fucking helmet sat in my room. We've got a cleaner, right? And she probably comes in every whenever she comes in, and it just goes, "Why the fuck has he got a box with a bow tie, an apron, and a Spartan helmet in there?" Because it's all in the same. I don't know, but uh, it, it's all <laughs> in. The, it's all. It's all in. The... Yeah. You lazy cunt. Why am I a lazy cunt? It's included in the rent. Oh, is it? Oh, that's that's fair enough. No, that's that's fair, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, it's it's all good. It's all good. We got a cleaner. We got sailing mugs. I'm 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 uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm an upper class guy, you know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that box has got everything in there. It's got all, all my kit in one place. I just thought well, I'd leave it all in there, and then whoever comes in my room is going to be terrified. I'm going to mine. I brought up the blue, blue UK, mm. Um Have you ever used it? No, I, I can't play it. I'm not very musical. I've like got grade one in trumpet. That's about it. 
Um, I've never no, seen it's... you. T- like, I've, I've, I've seen you take it out at nearly every gig I've been with, but I've never actually seen yeah, you yeah. take on stage. No, I kind of it. It does stem from the BGT thing again. It's that's that's going to haunt me for a good years, for a few couple of years now. I think. Um, basically, they went to me again, the producers, and went, "Oh, maybe if you bring a guitar on, don't use it." And just use that as a joke. And I went, well, no, I don't. That isn't me. That this. <laughs> and granted, this bit, this bit is in a set, but it's to explain why I have ukulele. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's that's not me. It's not something I would do. So why would I? Just because I'm on BGT, why would I suddenly bring a guitar on stage and, and, and do that shit? It's not me. So then, in my set, then I bring on a ukulele. My whole BGT story, which lasts for about five minutes, I'm just there, just strumming away. Um, is that I'm all it lasts for? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it does feel so much longer though doesn't it but yeah but literally I'll, when I start the BGT story as a part of the part of the routine I'll bring the, the ukulele I'll just start tuning and play with it I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing and then and then the the final line to, to finish the BGT story is oh and then they told me to bring a guitar out um, but that's not you know why would I introduce something to my set I wouldn't use and that's not me that's not what I would do and then just sort of pause and just put the ukulele to one side sometimes it works sometimes it just goes oh what the fuck was that about so that's kind of why I use it intermittently. It's not really. I need to work on that bit to make it funny. I think it's funny, but um... yeah, you definitely do. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I've I got. Think 50% I've got, of I've got a ukulele a story. Shit. I've got a ukulele story that we can end on um, if you want. This one involves a bit of we. So this is a university rugby story. Okay, so my friend Dog Dick, don't ask questions. That's his name. Um, <laughs> this was this was at a barbecue um, in my in my first year of uni, and Dog Dick had pissed me off that day, and he had a ukulele that he loved. He loved this ukulele, so he pissed me and my my friend Drogba off. Yes, Drogba, don't ask questions. And um, uh, Drogba and I tried to set it on fire when he wasn't looking in the garden and the, it didn't catch. So what we did instead was we filled it with piss. We pissed in it because um, we needed to cool it down. And uh, so we weeded it and then Dog Dick found out what we'd done um, and he, he, he smashed the ukulele over my head. <laughs> and that's the end of the story. Uh, maybe maybe I should uh, use that one instead. I, maybe I'll work that into my set because that was obviously about... so much funnier. That was yeah. <laughs> what, that hey, how about Tom's you... rabbit holes, mate? We talk about these most weeks. <laughs> it's, we it's, just, just, it's just something that happened. Thank you. But hey, here we go. Here, here's how you could do a punchline for that. For that, okay. Mm. Strum, 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 strum away, and then piss in it afterwards. There you go. Punchline. Piss mm. in anything, and it becomes a punchline. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> does, that, does, that, does that make your mum a punchline then? Whoa. I've been the butler. <laughs> Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, before we do that, you've got 30 <laughs> seconds to round up Huma quickly, Martin. Oh, Huma's a brilliant comedy club based in, in Norwich. Uh, we support local comedy and local acts. We get these two fuckers on very, very occasionally. Um, and it's, yeah, if, if you're ever in Norwich and you fancy some comedy, come to Huma. It is, it's the place to go. Sweet, and it they can really find you on Facebook really and everything, right? Yeah, Facebook. We've got a website, Instagram, Twitter. Very rarely used, but we're on that as well. All right, sweet. Right, I've been the butler. I've been the bison. I've been some fucker. He's, you've been the cadaver, okay? I've Not been the cadaver, cadaver. Yeah. sorry, yes. I've been the cadaver. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>